I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to Gwinnett. Fulton to Forsyth. And all of Metro 11. You'll get severe weather. A traffic red alert. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever turn blue. Friday Eve to you, Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Apologies to my loyal listeners. Uh, I haven't been on much this week. I've been filling in for Eric Erickson 5 to 7 p.m. So you've had Low-T Chuck and Longoria and Dr. Joe yesterday filling in for me. So today on this Friday, even though... I am not live in the studio right now. I want to give you a little uh, a little taste of Aram here on a Friday evening. And I've got a guest in studio. He is appearing at the Punchline this weekend. He is Mark Vieira. Mark, welcome to Atlanta, my friend. Thank you, man. Thanks Decked for having me in here. My, in, my, in my Yankee gear. <laughs> Yankees gear. It's that time of season, you know. It's that time. So, are you, are you from New York? I am originally from the Bronx, New the York. The boogie down. Yeah, 34 years of my life. 35 years of my life. 34. In the Bronx. I so mean, you were, I mean, I've been in Atlanta for 20 years now, so things have changed since I moved down from New York, but um, is is the Bronx going through a transition like Brooklyn is? You know, Brooklyn is completely different now, but is the Bronx still the Bronx? The Bronx is still the Bronx, you know, there's, and so, so are some, you know, areas in Brooklyn. Mm. It's still Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, they're, they're just trying to change, I guess, some of the bad areas yeah. to kind of have a different face, you know, but, sure. but the heartbeat of the boroughs are still the same, you okay. know, Harlem has changed some, but yeah. there's some parts of Harlem that are still no, Harlem. No, I've got, I've got yeah. friends that live in Harlem now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know, that it's like, exactly. wow, yeah. really? Well, and that, and that's like now. the heart of Harlem was like really a crazy yeah. area. I couldn't walk at you know certain times of the night. Those areas have changed, but there are other areas that are you know the, where, where the nice restaurants are and stuff like that. They just remain, you know, traditional Harlem. You yeah. know where where you can kind of hang out and it's just a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. I remember always hanging out in Harlem because yeah. there was always something to do. And so the Bronx is still the same, man. You know, you can go to Yankee Stadium and catch a good game. That area there. Is still original Bronx, yeah, you no know? Doubt. Yeah, that 161st Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still, you know, it's still kind of the same. You know, certain areas that were kind of bad, like like the South Bronx. Yeah, they've kind of changed over. It's kind of trendy. They've taken out all those kind of crappy apartment buildings sure. and, and transformed them into like brownstones. They're kind of had, doing that Brooklyn effect. Yeah, but. You know, the it's still, yeah, you still can still there. go about four or five blocks over okay. and it's still the South Bronx. See, it's funny, you know? I used to go to see my buddy Louis Ganell up in Spanish Harlem. Yeah. And the first time I went, he's like, come on up. And I'm like, are, are you sure, man? He goes, listen, no one's going to mess with you because a white Jewish guy walking in the streets of, of Spanish Harlem, they think you're either there to buy drugs or buy something. <laughs> uh, buy buy apartments. Sold. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not going to mess with you because yeah, they don't want to yeah. screw with anyone else's business. Exactly. And it was true. And I it's would, so I would, true. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah New York so is still the same. Man. You're a Bronx kid. Uh, Bronx kid, And man. now a, a stand-up comedian. Obviously, yes. you've got that sharp New York humor. How does that translate onto the stage? Well, I think, um, first of all, I think I, I guess my, my approach to comedy is very New York. Mm -hmm. um, no matter where I go, I feel like I fit in, Yeah, which is a definite 
New York attitude. Sure, absolutely. It is how we operate. You know, there isn't a there. I don't know too many New York comics that walk into a place and go, you know what, this may not go well. <laughs> that's that's just not who we are. Oh, and yeah. although I meet so many comedians from so many different places, mm. I see it in their face that if they see, you know, a, a big crowd, they get flustered. Yeah. If they see, you know, a, a small a, crowd, a, a small exactly. Yeah. And and I just I look at all crowds as a great crowd the second I get on stage and I know that from there forward we'll be fine but I, I just don't have a fear of doing what I love to do yeah. yeah there's just kind of a fearless quality now after 15 years of doing so this doing that, 15 yeah years. 15 wow. years that I don't have that bone that says uh oh you know this crowd is this or this yeah. crowd is that and I'm you know I should be afraid that actually is the opposite sure. it makes me it makes me more hungry and that, more fearless to want to go out and do it that being said 15 years in now do you remember the the worst show you ever had and where it was? Worst show I have, of course. I think you, as a comic, <laughs> you know, it's like the worst car accident you've ever been in. Yeah. You never forget that. You yeah. know, you just will never forget it. Yeah, it was. I think Adelphi University out in Queens. Okay, um, which is. You know, people don't, I guess, who don't know New York, Queens and Long Island and Brooklyn are it's really one, one big piece. Um, and they separate it into these things. But mm -hmm. Adelphi University is kind of the Long Island side of Queens. Um, and I did a show there and it was there. Um, it was supposed to be, quote unquote, like an all black show where yeah. all the comics were black and, and all the black students were, were coming to this event. And I was the non black guy yeah. you know being latino though but they, they, don't, they don't they don't look at me and kind of get it <laughs> yeah and uh they uh and it was just they brought me on stage and from the second i got on it was bad they really? were just like no was you this, know was this early on just, in your career yeah or? this was this was early early enough that it was a moment that i needed to grow from yeah but it wasn't so far new that I didn't feel like I can go in and take them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh, no, black audience, uh, you know, whatever. You yeah. know, I got this, and it didn't go well. It's, it just... But it was, you know, it, again, it was bad from the second I got on to the second I tried to get myself wow. out of it. And this is the lesson. I had this conversation with another comic. The comic who booked me said, I'm going to pay you, but you're going to do your time. Whether you're doing good or not, brother, you're so going to do They left do? me on stage probably nine minutes too long oh. i was on stage for about 10 or 11 minutes oh, and he let me just sulk yeah. in that bombing as we call it <laughs> for those who don't know when you're not doing well as a comedian it's called bombing bombing all right so that was the worst show do you remember is there one show that stands out as your best show best show i mean okay so two stand out as the best one i just did uh when i say just did recently did uh Madison Square Garden Ooh. with Gabriel Iglesias. I'm on tour with uh, with Fluffy. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, on on certain dates, I I travel with him. Um, that was probably one of my finer moments. Even though it was only about twelve or thirteen minutes worth of comedy, Still. to get to get twelve almost thirteen thousand people to laugh in your city, your folks, world's most famous arena. One, exactly. Yeah. That was probably I'll never never forget that sure. moment. That was just great. And then the other one was just as like a side note. I did a show at the Houston Improv. Mm -hmm. um, I, I wasn't, it wasn't like I was, it was the big bill. Like it was, all, oh, Mark Vieira. You yeah. know, I was just on this show of multiple comedians. And I, I was the last comic uh, after a long show. And I just had a, 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 you know, a moment on stage where me and the audience of sold out plays were just one. 
and that doesn't happen often and it was the perfect set and and when i say a standing ovation i comics never say that because we don't ever live in those moments for Mm -hmm. too long but that standing ovation will live with me forever because they stood until i came back out on stage they didn't even sit down i've seen standing ovations at bigger venues like here in atlanta we have the fox theater i went saw seinfeld there he got a standing ovation yeah the Cobb Energy Center, it's like a 3,000 seat mm-hmm. place. Bill Cosby got a standing, standing ovation out. there. At a, at, a, at a small club, though, I can't remember ever seeing. Uh, yeah. I bet the punchline, I've mm-hmm. been there a hundred times. I don't think I've ever seen ever a standing ovation. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It was great. And like I said, just one of those moments where even I didn't want to go back out on stage because comics, you have to have short term memory, whether yeah. good or bad, because tomorrow you got to do it all over exactly. again to a new audience who doesn't yeah. know that yesterday you had a standing that, ovation. That's so, the, the toughest thing I would think is, as a comic. So I do this show every night and I know what, what I say on the show might be funny this this night, but I don't. I don't have to repeat the same stuff tomorrow, tomorrow in a different city. Yes. Like everything to on this show is fresh every night. I don't have to to remember and rehearse certain stories and that seems to right. be like a very tough thing to make it sound fresh every fresh night. Fresh every time. Absolutely. And therein lies, you know, the the gift that the comic has yeah. who who makes it so kind of conversational that mm-hmm. it seems like people tell me that all the time. I love the way you come off the top of your head with this stuff. Yeah. And they don't realize <laughs> They have no idea that this is, yeah, absolutely, and and to keep it fresh yourself, I think that that there lies the 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 gift and the work that we do is I change my set almost every single night, even if it's just a nuance here or an inflection there, that changes it for me, and it feels fresh to me. I may write something that you know that I did new last night, yeah, and then I'll do it again tonight where it feels brand new again, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Vieira is in studio. Uh, he's at the Punchline this weekend, the new Punchline location uh, in Buckhead at the Landmark Diner, uh, an amazing new spot, very intimate, and the biggest and best menu of any comedy club. You're, Absolutely, you're like a 700 yes. place, yeah, so you it's know typical Greek, exactly. absolutely, Where and, I, and I'll say this to the people, it's typical Greek in that you get such a healthy amount of food yeah, as well. Absolutely. The portion size is, is great, the food is just, I mean, it's just so, it I varies. Love that I it can varies. be watching you and get uh, a souvlaki platter. <laughs> yes, or, yes, uh, yes, with know, mozzarella sticks exactly. and a club sandwich. Yeah, there you go. Yes, a chicken parm, you <laughs> <laughs> it runs the gambit of yeah. you know of what what your tastes are. But so. seriously, like I mean, you you obviously know from traveling all over the country. Yeah, you know, you usually have uh, at the comedy clubs you can get the nachos, you can get the wings, some quesadilla, some some sort of quesadilla. Yeah, Here, yeah. You can get. Oh no, you can get anything on planet Earth. Omelet, yes, <laughs> yes, with mashed potatoes, matzo ball soup, whatever you want to do. <laughs> right. Um, real quick, um, so Gary Shanling um, yes. died last week, mm-hmm. suddenly at the age of 66. I, I grew up um, watching the Larry Sanders show and, and yeah. his stand-up. Um, real quick, if you can, who, who are some of the comedic influences for you coming up? Um, I, I, have a long, I have a long list. I guess I'll start with the main guy, who's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, I grew up in the era of Eddie Murphy, where, where I saw him on television every weekend mm-hmm. on SNL. SNL. I, that's a, it was a lucky time for me. Um, I got to see uh, um, Martin Short, Billy Crystal. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys are comedic. If people don't know their names, 
in comedy, then you're just crazy. Yeah. These are you're comedic geniuses. They are geniuses. Um, but also, I grew up in the time of Carlin, you know, where his specials. You don't seem that old to me. No, I'm 42, man. I'm 42 and so, also. Really? And you, so, look, you look 10 years younger than me. That's really? Stop it. That's a... stop. I, uh, and it. so, yeah. And oh, that, so and I then relate. I, and then I got to see the rise of Bernie Mac, who, mm. who was a piece of almost all those guys. Yeah. But his storytelling ability was so on the highest level because he was so honest, you know, yeah. very, kind of reminiscent of a prior who just exposed himself mm-hmm. brilliantly and and sometimes even to his you know people would be like what did he just say <laughs> you know are you kidding and so i love that i yeah. just i just loved those those guys there they really built but i'm also an old school cat you know i still watch jerry lewis movies probably mm-hmm. once a week um i watch abbott and costello i'm a yeah. big fan of the honeymooners so i watch those things because those guys did it you know i tell people if you don't know who john ritter is then you don't know what funny is nice that dude was just funny he he was funny he was funny and it didn't have color lines it didn't he was Bad. just Santa, Funny. hey man, Bernie. Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, Mark, you hang out one more segment? I will. Absolutely. All right, we'll be right back. Uh, Mark Vieira, uh, he's my age, looks a lot younger than me, and he's a lot funnier than me. He is at the Punchline this weekend, punchlinecomedy.com for tickets. Hang tight, we'll be right back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Mark Vieira in studio. Very funny comic at the Punchline this weekend. Shows tomorrow night. Tickets available at punchline.com. Uh, social media, where can we find you? Um, on everything, obviously. Yeah. In 2016, if you're not up on social media, people can't find you. You need to do it. Um, Facebook, I have a, a fan page, Mark Vieira, official fan page. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. Um, Snapchat, just look up Mark Vieira Comedy or Mark Vieira Comedian, and you'll find me. Excellent. All right, so we have a little game on the on the show we like to play. It's called Who's in Your Phone? Now, it's time for <laughs> Who's in Your Phone? And basically, I just want you to pull out your cell phone. <laughs> Got it. And, and find a name in there, mm-hmm. uh, a famous name that might impress me if, if I saw it. You don't have to call them or anything okay. or text them. I just want to know who's okay. a famous name in your phone. Do you want to know that person? Or yeah, do you, yeah. Am, is that, do I, am I giving you hints? What are we doing? No, you just tell me the name. Just blow me away. Like, you're picking me up. I'm a girl in a club. Yeah. And you go out, walk up and be like, I've got this person's name in my phone. Anthony Anderson. I See, I have no idea who that is. Anthony Anderson. <laughs> who's Anthony Anderson? Blackish. Oh, uh, the main actor. Is that his name? Yeah, Anthony Anderson. Yeah, yeah, with the with the beard. I, it used to be really yeah, chunky. Yeah. Now he's like a did half I lose, of. Did I lose credit for that? I you definitely that lost credit. He's been in every <laughs> movie know, ever made, man. Yeah, he's, if you showed me his picture, I'm like, oh, <laughs> no, no way. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. He's in the the new Barbershop. Yeah. Uh, he's. I mean, he's All probably right. got. I mean, from, from what's the movie? Uh, with Leo DiCaprio and and uh, Mark Wahlberg. Um, Jack Nicholson. Oh, uh, uh, The Departed. The Departed. He's he, in. He's, he's a cop the in that. Absolutely. Okay. He's, a, he's the cop in. That's he's a what cop you should have said. Who's in your phone? I got the brother yeah. from Departed. <laughs> I got that phone. brother. Hey man, you know that brother from Departed. <laughs> he's the only brother in the movie That's Departed. Exactly yes. Right. Yes. All right. Well, I am impressed. Though I just I really didn't know his name. Yeah, I'm Anthony Anderson. That. All right. Well, Mark Vieira. Uh, Great to see you, man. Thanks for coming Thank in. You. Enjoy Thank your time you, at Atlanta and the Punchline. Punchline tomorrow night online, punchlinecomedy.com. Follow him on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. whatever. Yeah, he Periscope. Does. I mean, Periscope. damn it. There's all, 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 just let's put D, all of the above. You it's know? like a full-time Oh, Jesus. With the t- 
I can't. Crazy. I can't do it. It's crazy. I can't. All right, buddy. We appreciate it. News, weather, and traffic coming up next. Stick around. This is the Mark Aram. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, for immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. Yo, this is Jamie Fox, and you're listening to my man Mark Aram. Friday, low T's off tonight. Uh, Rachel screening the calls. Longoria is here. Sanjay's here. We'll do a Would You Rather in just a little bit. But we're talking about uh, National Beer Day. What's your favorite beer? You said IPA. What's your favorite Longoria? Did you tell me? Uh, pretty much anything. I don't have. Yeah, I don't, me neither. I don't care. I, don't I mean, know. it just like I said, depends on the situation. Just what where I'm eating, what yeah. I'm eating, type of food I'm eating, that kind of junk. Uh, is Rachel in there? No, she's gone. Oh. All right, she coming back. she's like i'm done with this show good enough so um listen i happy national beer day first of all i just don't like the the birth of the beer snob in the last decade or so i don't like snobs of any type but beer snobs seem to be the worst like the worst they make wine snobs look acceptable oh yeah i mean i'll drink anything i'll drink natty light yeah of course i would you know well all right here's a good best cheap beer of all time Schlitz ice. Schlitz ice. I didn't yeah. even knew there was such Ooh. a thing. I didn't even knew that. Yeah. yeah. There was a quality. There was a a beer called Dog. Something Dog. Red Dog. Red Dog. Red Dog. Oh, that was yeah. really bad. Oh, I didn't like, yeah, I didn't like that one. <laughs> but we did Natty Ice in college. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Natty yeah. Ice was Milwaukee's the best. Nah, beast. we didn't really do the that. Beast. Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock is cheap beer. Yeah. I, oh, I used yeah. to love Rolling Rock. I in thought college. that was like expensive. No, no, that was like nickel beer night at most colleges. Really? Yeah. Nice. It's, it's not as cheap as Natty What's Light. What's the cheap but... beer you grew up with? Let's start there. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Taylor's in Bethlehem. T, what's cooking, buddy? Oh, not a whole lot. Happy beer day. Yes, indeed. Are you a beer drinker? I am a beer drinker. I love beer. I can't drink the cheap stuff because it does give me a migraine. Um, but I, I do. I, I... So you're blaming your snobbery on yeah. a medical issue. <laughs> I, am not, I am not a beer snob. I am a beer enthusiast. Okay, what what's uh, the beer of choice? One of my favorites, it's called Gaelic Ale. Gaelic? Yeah. As in Irish? That's Irish, right? Gaelic? Yeah, it's like it's, it's an Irish name, but it's out of a um, brewery out of my hometown. So if you if you went over to Sanjay's and he's like, I got uh, Miller Lite, Amstel Lite, or Bud, what are you doing? Probably the Amstel Lite. All right, but you're not going to be like, oh, forget it, Sanjay. No, All absolutely right. not. Somebody offers me a beer, I'm going to drink it. All right, good. Ooh, that's, that, that's a woman. Th- yeah, there. That's, yeah, that's, that's not a snob. Now, when you say cheap beer gives you a headache, give- um, talking like like PBR, I love it. But every time I every time I drink it, even if I drink just one, I wake up the next morning with an evil migraine. Really? Yeah. It's good that she recognizes that it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. Yes, PBR. We're delicious, but we'll give you a headache. 
Like that's their new marketing slogan. All right. Well, I'm glad. Are you a snob about anything? You are a snob about some things. I know that. I have a culinary degree, so I tend to be a little... I have to keep my mouth shut when I go out to dinner with my husband sometimes yeah. um, because I can tear apart a meal if it's done poorly. Mm-hmm. But I try not to do that. I've gotten better over the years about doing that. So you're aware, though. But you're yeah. aware that you... Okay, well, that's good, then. But do you go places like Outback? I do. I mean, I'm a core broke grad student, so, I mean, okay. you know, <laughs> I do what I can and eat where I can, but, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when you're broke, you can't really be a snob about anything. No, no, you can't. Beggars can't be choosers, and <laughs> I'm a beggar at this point. <laughs> indeed, indeed. All right, T, appreciate it, buddy. All right, no problem, man. T- take care. Uh, Alan is in Atlanta. Alan, you're on the Mark Aram show. Uh, uh Miller Genuine Draft. MGD Light. That's that's yeah. that's solid. Well, I used to drink that all the time. MGD Light. And honestly, I'm not a real big drinker, and you know, if somebody offers me something, I'd rather have sweet tea or something else. I do not have that. Oh, really? I'm real, I'm that picky. I'm also real picky about cooking. You know, just stay out of my kitchen while I'm cooking because I've had people try to modify my food. I've lost friends doing that. Well, yeah, I don't think that's that. <laughs> that's friends considered, have lost digits. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's considered snobbery. But if you go to, like, if you come to my house and I offer you um, cheese and crackers, you're not going to be like, oh, what kind of cheese is that? Oh, I would never. Like, you're not that kind of guy, are you? I'm real picky about the food I eat. Yes, <laughs> yes he I'm, is that kind of guy. I'm not the real guy. No, but you I, would I show up at people's houses late, so I don't have to eat their food. Really? Wow. Yeah, but that, but I, but you wouldn't be a jerk about it, though, right? I mean, you're, you're making an well, effort he's, not yeah, he's to showing up late. Yeah. yeah, I have gotten better over the years. So she down at somebody's food. I said, "Do you actually put this stuff in your mouth?" So if I if you came over and we had cheese whiz and Ritz crackers. What, what's like going to happen? That. I eat it. All right, good. Yeah, like <laughs> right. No food snob, but eat He's cheese whiz. Crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> Do you eat cheese whiz? When was the last time you had cheese whiz? Is that didn't eat anything? Um, yeah, obviously. It's a huge Indian. Really? No, not at all. <laughs> Do you remember but, cheese whiz long ago? Oh, oh, I used to love cheese whiz. Yeah. That would, uh, I haven't had it in a long time, but I'd love it. I, I remember being, like, it's, for those that don't know, it's the canned cheese, like yeah. cheese in a freaking aerosol can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if you can call it cheese. It's probably not even food. <laughs> but you squirt that out onto a cracker yeah, or you just right in your mouth. Oh, that was the best. Yeah. That's, I'm going to get some of that on the way home. I'm going to stop I, by Can Publix. I ask a question? Yes, sir. There, there was a, wasn't there also the, the glass bottle of like uh, dip that you dip your chips in? It was also cheese whiz? Cheese something? Before the Tostitos came out with their like branded cheese dip, I think hmm. we're talking about two different things. I know it, it definitely is two different Hold things, on. but I could swear cheese. that that was called Cheese Whiz. Also, Hold on, cheese. Oh yeah, well, Cheese Whiz is in the bottle. You're right. Oh, so see? what am I thinking of? What's the... uh, it's, it's canned cheese, but I... easy cheese, easy, easy cheese. cheese, same thing. Done. I think we called it Cheese Whiz. Yeah, I, there might have been a Cheese Whiz back in no, the day. No, I remember no, no. that. Cheese Whiz was always in the bottle. It was easy cheese because it's easy cheese. You just, you just. <laughs> Because it's easy cheese. <laughs> I was four years old. I was old enough to... Hold that on. was the bomb. Canned cheese. Let's Google canned cheese and see what comes Aerosol up. Aerosol canned cheese. <laughs> oh, these are actual Here on the Mark Aram Show, we use... Yeah, the only thing that's coming up in that in that bottle that I was talking about is, is easy called cheese. easy cheese. Well, yeah, it's That's the same cheese. thing. We all know what you're talking about. We do. We do. I just But I remember calling it Cheese Whiz as a kid. But Cheese Whiz, you're right, Silky, is in a glass jar, not a... Cheese it. Um, no? I'm an aficionado. Right. So you know. My mom knows. She bought it. Text I'm, me, mom. I'm what, a fake what's the name cheese. of the canned cheese stuff? I'm a fake cheese snob. Big Jim's at Alpharetta. Big Jim, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Okay, Mark, a couple of things. Yes, sir. Uh, one thing is if you can't 
enjoy your beer with plastic wrapper around the lid of the can, you aren't a beer drinker. So keeping it on the uh, keeping the can inside the little thing that kills sea oh, you, turtles. You got to get the six pack with the plastic thing. Yeah, you can't hold one can. PBR is the way to go. <laughs> okay, but I, I will suggest for your listeners if you go to a fancy restaurant, some places will sell black label, which is the off label PBR that you can still get at certain establishments for like two dollars a can. I've never Pure heard of such a thing. Alpharetta is one example. Where where at Alpharetta? I'm sorry. Uh, Pure Taqueria. Yeah, yeah, oh. it's a chain. Pure, Pure Taqueria. Okay. Yeah. And another thing to consider is, uh, which I do quite frequently, is to get the cheap beer and to have the expensive uh, tequila, whiskey, whatever on the side. You know, spend two bucks on the beer and 15 bucks on the shot. And that's another fabulous way to go. And that's your chaser. The $2 beer yep, is your chaser. Yep. And the last thing, and I'm a little slow, I'll say the hours. The hours. From last night's show. Oh, I, agree. <laughs> I was like, "What is he talking?" I, like, about? I don't know what you're talking about. All right, cool, Jim. Thank you, buddy. Tony's in Dallas. Tony, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey, if I got the subject, I like beer. What up, brother? Not much. By the way, I don't have an accent. All right. Sam Adams, summer ale. <laughs> <laughs> Sam <laughs> summer winter lager. <laughs> I like. Uh, actually, I like the Sam Adams Rebel. Uh, I am a beer snob, but so <laughs> I'll say that. What? But, so uh, how big of how big of a beer snob are you? Uh, I think that, well, now I am. I, I drink uh, Blue Moon, uh, all the same Adams, Sweet Water. I can't drink, like, Coors or Butter, any of the Bud beers anymore. You, you can't drink Coors? It tastes like water now. Coors Light? Yeah, it tastes bad, man. Wow. So what if so so if you come over to my house and I offer you a Coors, a Bud, or an Amstel Light, I'm not even going to say Amstel Light. I'll have to drink it because I drink it over my dad's. When he, that's all he has is Coors. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, fair I'll enough. Have to, uh, I'll look down on you. <laughs> nice. I'll look I'll down. Down. I will be judging you. you. But but you'll judge him in silently in your head, but not yeah. vocally in front of his face, right? Oh, no, no. Hey, see if you remember this. You're from Connecticut. Half yeah. What is the name of it? Half the Ruffer beer. They like the little beers. They have like little uh, game thing on the ca- on the ca- when you open up the cap. You, you have to like uh, they have like little puzzles and stuff. No, the name sounds familiar, but I don't remember beer with games. They, they have that on Lone Star beer also. Oh, Lone Star. Yeah, so on the back of the cap. It's a regional. It's a regional yeah. beer thing. Yeah, they gotta get yeah, some. Uh, when I was really in, in poor beer, I was Keystone. Keystone Light, Ooh, yeah, Keystone was, and Rolling Rock. Didn't I they have like a special can, like the inside of the Keystone can is magical yeah. or something? Magical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had there was some ad like Keystone. <laughs> Find a Keystone uh, TV ad, Longoria. <laughs> I don't think that. So, what, Tony, let me ask you a question. Yes, sir. When was the last time you got shattered on Coors Light? <laughs> Oh, man, I can't remember that. It's <laughs> 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 in high school. <laughs> Good stuff. Tony, appreciate it as always, buddy. Uh, Kenneth's up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Kenneth. Hello, brothers. Hello, sir. What's cooking? I'm uh, I'm normally from Morrow, as you know. I know. Rachel's but today she's young. I am reporting in from Haines City, Florida. Really? Where is that? Place I, place I have. Yeah, you're telling me. I have no idea. <laughs> is that Panhandle? Is it S- <laughs> I'm, I'm now. I know. I'm. I am near Kissimmee. Oh, all right. Disney, so like Disney you know, country, Orlando. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, more or less. Kissimmee, Kissimmee. I thought it was Kissimmee. Yep. And I'll no, be no. in Cocoa Beach, Cocoa Beach tomorrow. Nice. All right. Well, thanks for calling from yeah, Florida, Ken, yeah. and not reversing the charges. Yeah, man. Anywho, let me let me get to the beer thing. And okay. first of all, yes, you were right. There there was cheese whiz in a in a jar. Yeah. But what about the back can? Seventies. What about the canned now, the aerosol can, they, cheese? No, that they still make. Yeah, but is, was that called Cheese Whiz or no. is Easy Cheese? 
No, yes, there were two. Okay, there, was, there were two. They were competing brands. One was Cheese Whiz, one was Easy Cheese. Okay, oh. yeah, that makes wow. sense. And 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 the beers. Uh, uh, first of all, I am not a beer snob. Cheap stuff. Sorry, Natural Light and Coors Light. Gotcha. All right. Good job. <laughs> Kenneth crosses the uh, state border and gets a little salty on us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I just Googled. Uh, I, I, I all I'm finding is easy is yeah. called easy I don't, cheese. I don't know that Kenneth is a professional. But I remember calling it cheese whiz. As yeah, a I remember that too. You called it cheese whiz, right, mm-hmm. Longoria? Yeah. I mean, I knew exactly what you were talking about yeah. when you were saying. It. I always listen. I looked up to this stuff. My parents would never buy that kind of stuff. That was very high class at the time. <laughs> <laughs> we made our own cheese whiz squeeze, but not in a like, aerosol can. God, now I'm questioning all of my memories from childhood. Maybe they're all wrong. Ben's in Cartersville. Ben, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, yeah, I want to bring out another cheap beer named Southpaw. Southpaw? Yeah. Southpaw, yeah. I mean, that was back in college days. I used to drink Southpaw. I mean, I, I get no. my own mug now when I go in the Toxamac, the big mug. Yeah. But Southpaw was always back to my you know, college days. Do they do they do you doing that beers around the world thing at Taco Mac? Do they still do that? Well, you drink like 150 different beers. They give you a mug. You get like two ounces extra every time you go in there than anybody else. So I don't know if they're different like around the world, but they're two, 150 different beers. Have, how many of the 150 have you knocked out? Oh, I knocked out 150 different to get the big mug. You did it already. <laughs> you did. You knocked out 150 beers at at Taco Mac. Yeah, definitely. How long ago did your wife leave you? <laughs> you don't have one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anymore. Well anymore. Ben, I got to roll. Thank you, buddy. I don't know whether to be concerned or impressed that he's at 150 That's different like beers at Taco Bell. 900 Mac. bucks worth of beer for, at that, least, right? for that mug. But he gets free <laughs> two ounces. Mug. Free two extra ounces every time. <laughs> I wouldn't have looked at it that way. Uh, all right, we're coming back. Maybe. More of your calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. On Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. And Instagram, Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. So I went. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750. WSB. Mark Aram with you till midnight. Little Sanjay in studio. Back to the phones we go. Tony's in Noonan. Tony, welcome to the program, my friend. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, sir. If I'm having a beer at home, I'm just going to have simple old Miller High Life, the champagne of bottled beer. <laughs> ah, Miller High Life. I can still right. smell it from childhood. It's delicious. My Uncle but Saul's vest. Any. Anyone that's ever been to Subic Bay in the Philippines will tell you the best-tasting beer in the world is San Miguel. Really? Arthur's beer. This, it takes two days for your body to adjust. You're going to have the San Miguel blues for a couple of days. San Miguel. But after your body adjusts to the overseas alcohol content, that is the best beer in the world. What's the name of it? San Miguel. San Miguel. Look that up on uh, on the internet there, Silky. They call San... it MacArthur's Beer. MacArthur's Beer. All right, Tone. I'll check it out. Uh, Chris in Atlanta. Chris, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's up, brother? I got two lost arts. Okay. One is the Boilermaker. Oh, that's where you drop a shot into the beer, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And any beer snob ought to like, have somebody pull a bud draft and <laughs> drop a shot of old granddad down the <laughs> 
<laughs> old granddad. I just shivered even oh, thinking about old granddad. Gross, yeah. It's awesome. And then the other one, because I do yard work in the south, um, take a couple of, after you do like a really hot day in the yard, yeah. take a couple of PBRs into the shower. With <laughs> and your wife will wonder why you're, why you're in the shower as long as you are. Chugging two PBRs? Absolutely, and chuck one of them out like after you get done with it so she knows what you're doing in there. Or you're a sick man, and I love it, Chris. I absolutely love it. All right, we're coming back after news, weather, and traffic. More of your calls on National Beer Day. 404 872 750 1 800 WSB Talk.